Oh, faithful and loyal listeners of all things Spotify and the ringer, can you lend me your ear, please? Listen, y'all, it happened. It finally went down. I gained an audience with the pod father. They say don't meet your heroes, and I think that's poppycock. I gained an audience with the great Bill Simmons. Saturday, SummerSlam, I'm sitting on the floor. I'm living my best life. I got my wife next to me, then the lovely Amy Hudson, the Spotify, say, Evan, have you met Bill yet? I go, nah, I'm back here chilling. Where Bill? So he up there next to Colin Cowherd. I said, for real? She goes, Evan, wave. Bill Simmons, wave. And I thought that was it. He said, nah, Evan, come here real quick. I need to talk to you about a couple of things. I go, what's going on, Bill? He said, he, listen, he was complimentary. When I shook his hands, it was like the mega powers colliding. It was amazing. He had an aura. He had a glow. He had swag. He had confidence. Listen, he had some complimentary words. He said, keep up the good work. Give me a pat on the back. Gave me well wishes and said, congratulations on the Mac Mania podcast. And I almost cried. But I kept it together, y'all. I kept it together. I said, I got to do this podcast for as long as they let me. Enjoy the show. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Yes, yes. Welcome, my people, to the Matt Mania Wrestling Podcast. It's your boy, FT Mac. I'm here, episode 12. Um, yeah, man, I got David Shoemaker with me, y'all, the mass man, Park, listen, the ever-controversial David Shoemaker. I'm telling you right now, man, he pushes the envelope. If there's an envelope on the table, you damn sure he gonna push it. But I'm gonna let him do all the pushing, man. I'll just be like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, I feel you, yeah, bruh, I right, yeah, cool. <laughs> Push the envelope, y'all. We gonna get into SummerSlam and SummerSlam weekend and NXT TakeOver and all things WWE. It, 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 it was an amazing weekend. It was spectacular. It was brilliant. I want y'all to take a listen to this amazing, amazing spot I got with the great Dave Shoemaker. Y'all take a listen. Oh my goodness, salutations everyone Welcome back to the Mac Mania podcast This is like three episodes in like, I don't know, four days Listen, but I am not alone, man I got the man, the myth, the legend from the Mad Man podcast David Shoemaker, what's going on, baby? Nothing, man What's going on? Nothing Professional wrestling's going on <laughs> I'm, back at, I'm back home I came yep. back, flew back yesterday 
The best thing, yeah. the, the best thing about going to the, or one of the best things about going out west is all the time you get on the flight out there. And by far the worst thing about coming back is all you do for an entire twenty four hour period. All you do is return home. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny you say that because all I did was sleep. I slept. I slept. I slept. I slept. And it was, it was um the red the red eye was interesting. And I think I think I'm a more fan of a red eye than I think I am. Oh wait a minute, sidebar. You see the Spider Man trailer, man? You see that Spider Man trailer? Oh my gosh, yeah. So, uh, we were sitting on the couch last night and. My made my son watch, and he he was he was enraptured, and and we just we we did the whole we, yeah, we stared at it for a while. I'm oh excited. Man. I love. I've actually I, I think I had issues with it at first, but I love the new Marvel practice of releasing a trailer that's just basically a trailer for the first 45 minutes of the movie. Like you can tell <laughs> everything. <laughs> I t- no, I, I'm being I'm serious. No, so it's, it's like, true it's like, though. I, I laugh because it's true. Because you're more you're more into it, right? You actually yeah. get some story beats and everything, and you're like, oh, the plot point. Oh, I can see how this goes to this. It's not just explosions, and uh, and then there's a big teaser at the end, and you're like, okay, now I'm ready for the next trailer. That's mostly explosions, but it's a but that was, uh, I, dude. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm invested too, bro. I'm invested. Alfred Molina popping up at the end. Listen, I'm sorry if y'all ain't watching yet. Shame on y'all, man. I don't I don't do spoiler alerts. I don't do spoilers. I just Good. tell you what happens. Spoiler alerts in professional wrestling. <laughs> I mean, I used to hate him. Now I just laugh at him. But like, I spend a lot of time on rest on like Reddit, you know, and they have all these very like very hardcore rules about spoilers because, well, you know, people, I guess, haven't watched yet or whatever. I just don't think you get I don't think spoiler alerts. You don't get them on live things. And I get that maybe there should be some indication that something it's like a rumor about what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. Maybe you could like, you know, don't put the exactly in the headline because people like to experience wrestling differently. But come on, man, you go to that page sometimes and it's just it's just spoilers. It's just all spoiler, like like bracketed the word spoiler. Like spoiler <laughs> make, makes his ring entrance. Spoilers, spoilers, new costume, Spo- whatever. It's just like, come on, I, why would I click on something I don't know what I'm going to click on? But give me your spoiler rule, though, when it comes to movies, TVs, wrestling. Give me your spoiler rule. How long? How long? Is there a grace period? Is there a day? Is there a week? Like a new movie comes out, how long before you, or a new TV show episode? With a new movie, you, you get a week. Uh, with, with a TV show, you get, I don't know, 48 hours. I mean, there's got to be, <laughs> listen, you got to be, I understand that you don't want to get something spoiled, right? Like I totally understand that urge. And, and listen, I have it. I, I don't like things spoiled for me when some when a big movie's coming out, True. especially if it's one if it's one where there might be a twist. But I have a job as the art director of the Ringer, where like I'm doing art for things I haven't seen yet a lot of the time. Because even if it's not the day of, like the, you know, our reviewers get to see it ahead of time. Absolutely. So there, if there's something that I desperately want to see without getting it spoiled, like if I have tickets to the new Star Wars or whatever, and they're opening night, but our guys have already seen it. Then I'll say, then I'll, I'll I send a message. Where I'm just like, please make your, you know, t- tell me, send in your art request, but don't tell me what, Absolutely. don't spoil anything. Like say you need this character and this character and like put them together, but don't tell me anything. Right. So, and, and that works. And sometimes, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm used to getting stuff spoiled, but that said, at some point you got to give yourself over to the news cycle, right? Like it's, it's, <laughs> I, it's, if you want to say it's fair, like it is fair that you refrain from just telling, you know, spoiling the movie before people get a chance to see it or the TV show. But those people have to also make an effort to go see it. Right. I mean, it's like, yeah, you, like yeah. we're, we're not, we're not going to no one We're not going to be interested in talking about the Spider-Man trailer online for the next three weeks. You know, we want to talk about it today. And, so watch the okay, damn so, trailer. Watch it. Yeah. You have <laughs> access to it. If you're listening to the show, you could just push pause and do it right now and come back in 90 seconds. Like it's that's totally feasible. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, we all have stories about like, you know, 
I, I, I knew a guy back in the day who was waiting in line to see The Empire Strikes Back and the crowd was coming out of the previous screening and just when the dude was just like, can you believe Darth was his dad? And like everybody oh. in the line, it was, there was almost a riot. Oh. That, I understand. Like you can't do that. That's a different story. But, now, now we're talking about whole stuff. That's, 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 yeah, we're talking about something else right now. But if you're sitting, but, but if it's two weeks later and you're sitting at a, sitting at a restaurant with your family and the dude and somebody two tables away is just like, can you believe Darth was Luke's dad? It's not within your rights to jump over the like, table. Are you kidding me? Guy. Like you, I've, ne- yeah. I've, ne- I've never seen this movie from 1980. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Yo, so listen, guys, man, we just, there was a, there was a big old show, man, this past weekend. It was SummerSlam. It was on a Saturday. People were making all kinds of complaints that it was on a Saturday as opposed to a Sunday. Y'all wasn't doing nothing. So why the hell y'all mad? It was a show that was on Saturday. Word on the street is it was the highest, most viewed SummerSlam in history. Brock Lesnar really? in entire in history. It was the it was the highest views of all time. Shoe mega. I'm telling you right now, it's coming across the wire, bro. It's coming in hot. It's coming in hot, baby. Wow. I just broke. I just broke some news to you, man. <laughs> wow. Do you think it was because of Saturday, or do you think it was just because of all the hype that was attending? You know, that this SummerSlam was all about. It could be. It could be a culmination of a different things. Maybe. Maybe it was Saturday. Maybe they're. Maybe they're on to something. Maybe they're thinking that too. Maybe because because Saturday is a different day. Sun, Sunday is is one of those days where everyone's getting back ready to go to work. Everyone's getting ready to go back to school. Saturday is still the weekend is still in full circle. They had they had some nice matches. Cena came back. So so it's so it's it's. Very very interesting, man, to think well, about I mean, that. For, yeah, I mean, the, the 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 word down there in Vegas is this was a Nick Con call because Nick's a Nick's a Vegas guy. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and his point of view is people don't like to spend Sunday night. They want to go home on Sunday if they're with, from Las Vegas. He might no. He uh, might have. He might have. This I'm telling you. This might have been. He might have been right. Yeah, but and and listen. I mean, I know that for a company that's target. I mean, that has for years been targeting a younger demographic, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, it makes a lot of sense. Like your kids can stay up later on Saturday night. You know, Sunday night they got school the next exactly, day. You know, exactly. Like, I could definitely, I could definitely see a dad or a mom rationalizing letting their kids watch that show uh, on a Saturday more. So, I mean, I guess you don't really pay for it anymore. I mean, some people do, but if especially in the old pay per view days, yeah, I could imagine being like, "Why am I going to pay forty bucks or fifty bucks?" If my kid's gonna have to go to bed forty five minutes into it, you that's, know. So but, I think that's why I think it was a good call. Do do you if 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 you and I are right about speculating that the, the day really might have mattered? Do you are you thinking that's something they'll do more moving forward? Or you just think this was a Vegas thing? Do you think? Well, listen, I, I I don't know about the average fan, and I don't know about what make what works for WWE. I very as, as a as a fan to the degree that I am that you are, I like that every, when when shows have something unique about them. Yeah, and. And if SummerSlam is a Saturday show ever going forward, but the rest are still on Sundays, I think that's kind of cool. If it makes financial sense to put a lot of them on Saturdays, I get that. But just like we were talking, like the Royal Rumble, it looks like is now officially a baseball stadium show, like for the foreseeable future. Dope. Right? I think I think that I, I don't know if the announcements have come down, but I think that we know exactly. You know, I heard where it's going to be. It's going and that's cool, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. Cool. It's cool that it's a different configuration. Frankly. SummerSlam was a really dope configuration being in a football stadium, but not the whole football stadium. Right. right? It, was, it, was, it was like two thirds or whatever. I'm sure the three quarters. I'm sure according to the WWE numbers, it was uh, the greatest number of people that have ever gathered in the Western Hemisphere. But it was a but it was like a really cool. It, it, it felt like a really cool, different sort of venue yeah. because there was a weird yeah. intimacy to it because it was only because it was walled off. But then you would look up and see, you know, people a million miles above you. That felt really, I mean, that that was that was pretty neat. 
Yeah, man, I thought I thought it all in all was great, man. Um, got you know, I, I did want to talk about uh, uh, Chairgate with your shoemaker, and I talk. We talk Chairgate. We talk SummerSlam. Are we allowed to talk about Chairgate? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm pretty sure I committed like grand theft larceny or something in there. I don't. Yo, uh, I don't know. I'm telling you, man. I was str- I've been stressed about it. I've been stressed about it, man, because I had, you know, I listen, guys, I've never gotten a commemorative chair. I've never gotten a commemorative chair on the floor. I've never been on the floor, man. The listen, ringer Spotify put me on the floor, baby. I'll I'll just say this. At some point, the credit card system went down. Everybody was complaining about it in there. Everybody read the tweets, but the credit card system went down, so you couldn't buy food or drinks, which is like you know, not ideal for a lot of reasons, right? Especially if you're just like, you know, if you're like on your way to go buy a beer or something and they you can't get a beer, you're just like, Jesus, like, what am I, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but, and, and listen, I mean, one of my favorite things, I, mean, I was there with my kid, one of the, my favorite yeah. things about going to these events is just being like, whatever you want, kid, from the concession stand. Like, go just, you want the chicken fingers? You want the yeah, chicken fingers and yeah. the pizza? And, and when you go to a new stadium these days, you're excited to see what they have to offer, right? Yeah. I mean, is it like, do they, are they going to have, this is in Las Vegas. Like, it could be anything. Do we, is it going to be like, do we have like a, like a, like a Mario Batali section in the stadium? <laughs> like, it could be anything, right? You're excited. So you yeah. get in there and there's yeah. like nothing available and you're just like, oh, yeah. But, so that was a downer for me. But my kid is 12. He, he was, there literally the highlight of the night for him was getting a free hot dog because when the systems went down, yeah, he they bought, gave he out bought free, for that hot dog. They, they gave he out did. free sodas and hot dogs, which is listen. I was like, it, it, I was being a grump, you know. I was just like, I don't want a freaking <laughs> communist Russia waiting the line for a free hot dog situation. Like, just it's it's like I'll wait till I leave and get some actual food. But he was like jumping out of his chair and running. So he like, popped. Okay, up. let's go. He said, he so said Evan, ran, he said, Evan, I ran Evan we got free hot dogs. I said, I said, what? <laughs> it was the greatest thing that happened to him ever. So the parallel there with the chairs is they tried to not let us take our chairs. But when I literally had to fight to get literally my chair, literally, I got that my kid popped for that too. Like he thought it, he was like he was just dying laughing. He was like, they, like I was actually mad, you know. And I was yeah. to the point where I was like, in, like, like laughing mad. But so you have you told so basically, basically what happened? You know, everybody knows that if you sit down on the floor, you get to sit. You know, they have those commemorative chairs. You get to take it home with you. Um, I traditionally don't, right? I got my first one or maybe two and it was exciting. And it was my was first one like, ever. It was my first one ever. Really? Yes. Oh, yes. What, but, but, so, but I, but I just, I, you know, I don't, uh, you walk out with them and I generally just give them to a kid. My I have buddies that have sold them, which I think is really dumb because nobody that's sitting down there on the floor needs 50 bucks or that bad. But like, you know, just get, you give them away or you just, you're, or you, I've left them there. I've just walked off before, you know, it's not like the biggest deal, but it's nice to be able to give them to a fan who, who think who didn't get that chair and for whom that's like the coolest thing they're going to get all weekend. Right. It's awesome. So I don't usually take them, but of course my kid desperately not just wants the chair, but wants these chairs. Cause we sat in them. Cause he got, it represents the whole weekend. Yeah. He can claim because he's like sort of earned the chair by putting his button in it, the whole thing. So we, and, and they had these like barcode. I mean, these, uh, Q, what are the QR codes? QR on the chair, code. So you could actually, you could prepay to UPS them home. You didn't have to deal with the thing of carrying them back to the hotel and figuring out how you're going to get them home. They took care of the shit. I mean, you have to pay for it, but they, they, you do it there on site. It's a brilliant idea. Right. Agreed. So, but I, and so at some point though, the people come by, uh, somebody was coming by and <laughs> handing out wristbands because 
there's people on the floor, but everybody on the floor doesn't have a chair. It's only the ringside people that have the chair, right? So because of the setup of the stadium, I guess there was a you're on the floor wristband and then there was a you would get a chair wristband and it's different a different set of people. So they just did they managed to give the 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 the, the chair wristbands to basically nobody. Like I didn't see it. Didn't I know nothing about it. There. Didn't know I nothing didn't about see it. anybody with those wristbands on. And so you start walking out with your chairs. Oh, by the way, some dude was stealing the chairs. Yeah, there was, a guy, the th- th- there was a guy stealing the chairs and they were letting him steal the chairs. And then people that were old chairs, me, Shoemaker, my wife, E.T., we were like, dude. yo, yo, this is this is our chair. This is not, I'm was, not I don't want it. It's mine. <laughs> this wasn't this wasn't some dude stealing the chairs like at the end when the, nobody wanted the chairs. This was like three matches yes. before the end of the show. People were coming back to their seats from getting a Coke and their, their chair was gone. Like there was somebody was just like yanking the chairs, which is crazy. Oh but anyway, so so anyway, when you're finally walking out, they're just like, you don't have the right wristband. And I was just like, yeah, the guy physically took the chair from me. And I was just like, no, man, I'm going to be taking that back. And I need a second one because they took my, because I didn't get it, you know? And it was and, a main, uh, it was a main event after the main event, baby. We kind of got into it a little bit. <laughs> And then, fi- and then, and then, and then, I won't even name it. Well, our, our producer Cassius was being was, was the peacemaker. He was, you know, oh, he's a cl- he's this. a class act. He was class, and he was, and, and he kind of got through to the guy. Well, he got through to him just long enough for me to take two chairs and walk away. You know? <laughs> and then, and then, and then, according and then according to my kid, they were they like like the mob descended on the poor dude at that point because like he's the, he, there was a sign of weakness. And all of his chairs got yanked. But it was all my people deserved to have the chairs. But the biggest thing for me was I had prepaid to ship the chairs. Like I probably in another I paid world, for this. If I hadn't paid 70 bucks to ship them home, I probably would have been just like, hey, Etienne, we can, you know, I'll ask somebody at WWE to send us a chair or you know, something. You yeah, know, just like yeah, yeah, I would yeah, talk yeah. him into thinking it was okay to leave and just walk off. Because the last thing I needed was to get a heat with some like security guard before we're recording our post show. <laughs> <laughs> So then we, yeah, so it was, listen, it was, it was, a, it was, it was show. guys, it was eventful, man. I wish y'all could have been there, man. Then we, we recorded the green room from the arena, which was kind of dope. And all you guys yeah. that popped in the green room were dope, man. Please hop in that green room. We had some great people Dude, on. That was I awesome. Know. That was well, awesome. I'm not going to belabor, I'm not going to belabor this too much, but we have, but people don't all know about this. We have this new app called it's Spotify awesome. Green Room that does live audio. You don't have to be a Spotify employee or whatever to listen to it. Other people are making rooms and having chats with their fans. But we're going to get on there after all the big shows and probably a lot more in the near future. So download it, get your profile, follow me, follow Evan, follow the WWE groups, you know, like whatever. And it's really, I mean, it's it's, it's really self-explanatory once you get in there and start messing around, but get it so you're not scrambling when we're trying to get people together, you know, after the next pay-per-view. Absolutely. And we got, we, we can bring you guys on. We have some great people come on, give their opinions, ask their questions, talk back, chop it up with us, man. That was really cool. Cause if you have questions, it was, it was, that was dope. We have regulars now. We've been, yeah. on, we've, been on, we've been on green room for about a minute and a half. We have regulars who come in and ask questions. It's, it's really cool. It was awesome, man. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, 
It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. And so so, think, so, so keeping in the theme of the show, um, I wanted. I guess I wanted to get your, get your thoughts on your, your match of the night, what you thought your match of the night is. We're, we're going to address other things as well, but I wanted to know what... what do all the chaos and and all the the whole weekend and the week and all the stuff we were doing for for Spotify and the Ringer. What was what was your um what was your favorite? Maybe what, damn hell, what was your favorite part of the weekend? Oh well, that just got a lot bigger. Um, I'm trying to think if there. I mean, I think that the it had to be. I mean, that was such a cool event. It was it such was. a cool space. It was. If we're talking about being there in Las Vegas, I yeah. mean, you know, CM Punk, the CM Punk moment was pretty significant in the world, you know, it, 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 I'll remember that one, just watching that on like my iPad in my hotel room. But as far as like just being there, uh, man, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of anything tops the main I, event. I, I know, I know you like, I know you like one, um, I know you like when Goldberg came out. Dude, Goldberg Lashley, I thought was really fun. I mean, yeah. I, think that I turned to you, I turned to you like two minutes, not even like 45 seconds into the match. And I was like, this is the match of the night. Cause it's just like, it was exactly what I wanted it to be. And just seeing them kind of stare down. The first move was like a short, like, like a shoulder, a shoulder block that, yeah. uh, that Goldberg, that Goldberg like shrugged off. And I was just like, yeah, okay, this is going to be great. And then I didn't mind the work in the knee thing. I mean, I, I'm not, I agree, I guess, in Prince, in, in the, in theoretically that like Goldberg didn't need, he didn't need the DQ, right? Like, like it's okay. To, it's he can he can take the loss, like a no but contest. Oh, so yeah. Would you? Are you? Are you less? Would you be less offended if that's leading towards something else, though? Like that, like like him coming back, him dusting himself off, coming back and going against well, going after last. I think this this is sort of the larger conversation about the show. I I am for I can be forgiving on some level. If I mean, it, listen, it makes more sense than it, it, like if something makes more sense than it did at the time, then you kind of are like, oh, okay, well then that's fine, right? But we spend so much time talking about, you know, the logistics and the ins and outs of the business. There is a, a huge part of it has to be like, listen, this is SummerSlam. You called this the WrestleMania of 2021. We deserve some finality, 
right? I mean, right. okay, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Okay, I see. And, you. I see. And, and I'm and I'm not and I'm not out here at every WrestleMania yelling this, but like that's a match where it's just like, come on, you know, like your dude Lashley is the dude. Lashley just Lashley versus this part timer. Let's just have Lashley win, and then Goldberg can go fight whoever the hell he can go fight Jinder Mahal in Saudi Arabia, and it'll and the match would be Ooh, just as good. That I mean, would be just dope. that'd be kind of dope. I mean, they, they would they would still draw the same number probably in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, um, I like um, I like Rollins and Edge. I thought that was dope. Um, I like how Edge gave me both both the tracks. Gave me the old Brood track. Gave me the the, the, the track with Alter Bridge. So I like I like it. Like I got both the tracks that I like. He came out. I thought the match was I thought the match was um great. Um. I think it's amazing to see how, how Edge can still work, man, and how he came in looking like a million bucks. Like, my wife was like, how old is Edge? I was like, man, Edge is, man, <laughs> Edge is a beast, man. You know what I mean? And having and having Rollins go against him, I thought that was pretty good. Um, um, I didn't know Brock was coming back. <laughs> I didn't. I had no idea Brock was coming back when the music dropped. Like, my, I, had no, I had no clue. This is the first time that we've been... Oh, I mean, we, we were on the air green room right after. This is the, kind of the officially the the post show of this feed. This is the first the first show that's going to pop. So I guess we could talk about a lot of that stuff. Uh, I have it on pretty good word that WWE didn't know that Brock was going to be there. I think Brock Brock appeared in Gorilla at some point. I mean, I don't know if it was during the show or right before. It's insane. Like, people who people who knew earlier in the afternoon did not talk. Did not know that Brock was not there. Wow. So, uh, it was either, you know, a well-kept secret or, as I heard from one person who knows, Brock, like, literally just materialized in Gorilla. And and I heard, again, not fully sourced out, but I heard that that when they went to the ring, Roman didn't know Brock was going to come out. I, if if, so that, like, if that's, that's true, true, that's incredible. Um, incredible. So, yeah. So, I mean, so who knows? There was a lot of moving parts, obviously, this weekend. And I and it's sort of, be, it's just sort of mind-boggling that, it, <laughs> I mean, I know Brock is a, is a you know, is a beast and, and just you sort of like, you know, he's a force of nature and comes and goes as he pleases. But that's just so crazy that, but that, that, some, that he would walk in that late, that that would seem like a normal, a normal state of affairs, you know, and you'd just be like, all right, well, go on out there, you know, challenge the champion. <laughs> So like we, like we from a <laughs> from a non kayfabe point of view, even from a, it's just sort of like oh my god, this is basically just like like kayfabe, like everything is kayfabe, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. Like okay, go out there and challenge him, you know? See like, what go happens. ahead, see what happens. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> so like it's it's crazy though. We talked about it a little bit in the green room though. Um, where where would you where would you put that match? Like I said, we talked about it. You could you could slow burn that all the way to WrestleMania if you want. Um, you could hype that up. You can make that Survivor Series. You can make that Extreme Rules if you want. Like what would you do if you if you're if you're booking that shoemaker? Is is it a slow burn? Do you do you does it does the placement of that match matter? Well, so there's there's a lot of moving parts as always. If there's any chance, any chance in the world that The Rock will work Roman at WrestleMania, then you gotta just get you, you gotta go with you know you gotta do Brock and Roman ASAP. Okay. Whether that's a Saudi Arabia show, whether that's you know something the Royal Rumble or just you know whatever, just something like sooner than that. Um, you know, take your pick. I do think it's kind of weird to, as much as you kind of need to build the whole thing around, you know, you have to be pointing at the rock, the whole like Brock versus Roman Heyman issue has it, you know, it sort of needs, I mean, that that's a, oh such my a great God, story yeah. that it would potent, potentially great story that it seems, you know, it'd be sad to sort of try to try to deal with that, you know, quickly and on an insignificant pay-per-view. But, 
that's just sort of the reality of working with Brock Lesnar, right? I mean, it's not like he's going to be on Raw for four weeks or SmackDown for Facts. four weeks Facts. to tell a, an intricate Facts. story. So I don't know. I mean, I but I, I think that, I mean, I, I I could go I could go anyway with it. I think I think in general, in general, you you know, you can wait for the next of the big four or something like that, or you can you know target a date, but you can't wait. You just can't wait in pro wrestling. I mean, you just can't wait on guys who could potentially be injured or oh, be unavailable, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, or or who walk off. You know, I mean, and listen, they're not in the place. WWE is not in the place right now where they need to be thinking long-term. They need to be, I mean, they need to get back in that Monday Night Wars mentality and think about popping the Let's next go. rating. Let's go. Know? So why, listen, uh, I, 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 fuck. I'm good, Dude, man. Put that extreme rules. Go to, go, to Fo- go to Fox Sports go or go to, go to Fox and say, if we did Goldberg versus Roman on SmackDown and we'll like build up to it for three weeks and make that, we'll open SmackDown with Roman versus Brock Lesnar, how much more money mm. would you give us? Mm. I mean, not that money, not that money's the be all end all, <laughs> but like, what is the reason for not doing that except for financial considerations? Listen, I'm, I'm listening. Right? I'm down Just with do all it. that as a fan. I'm, da- I'm down with do all it. that. Like I said, I don't, like I said, I don't need, I don't need a slow burn because I know, I know Hamer can sell water to a whale, so he can do that whole thing where he's caught in between like the love, like this love triangle type thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm torn between my, my two loves. You know what I mean? He can, he can sell that and make that happen in four weeks. You know what I mean? Like, like a month with a month bill. He don't need too much time, man. So I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with that. Well, the other thing, the other, the other other, I mean, the other consideration, though, with that, I mean, this is a very minor point, is that if at any point Roman loses loses Heyman, then you then you you run the risk that even people like us will stop cordially booing him, right? <laughs> that he might start getting the cheers, and the cheers aren't the end of the world. Cheers aren't the end of the world for any wrestler, but if you're building towards a feud against The Rock, I think you need to be able. to I think you really got to be able to tell The Rock we that you that he's going to be cheered at the end of this match with 100% certainty. <laughs> you know, after the Royal Rumble where he came out, I don't think you can bring The Rock in and be like, "Listen, this is like your match with Hogan. We don't know what's going to happen." You know, you could be you could turn heel in the middle of the match. I I think you need to do I think I mean anything could happen, but I think you need to give The Rock a little bit more certainty and Paul Heyman is a big part of that certainty. Yeah, I think like how I, how I've always dreamt of that thing happening is 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 Roman talking about I'm the head of the table and you know that that extends all the way blah 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 blah. But like the rock the rock comes back as like this establishing like wait a minute like like I'm I'm the real head of the table, bro. Like that that to me that's to me how how they can create that atmosphere. Like I'm I came here from Hollywood because you've been getting you've been getting a little out of line with who what the pecking order of the Samoan dynasty is. You know what I mean? So I think I think if he stick stake this. Claim, like that, the fans would choose exactly. I, I think Roman's healed, man. No matter what, I just don't think it's gonna. Ha- I just the, the heat, the heat he's getting, even from the people that are like, ah, he's getting pushed too much, or or the people that are like, man, he's just. I, I love to hate him, you know. Either way, I think um, Dwayne comes in there as babyface, no matter what, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just whether or not he leaves the babyface. You know, I mean, you can you can never you can ah. never control what goes on with those crowds, and and you know. Yeah the, yeah, the WWE fans will be the first WrestleMania back post COVID, presumably, and they'll and they'll. I think they will be relishing in the opportunity to hijack. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see if it's feasible <laughs> in, so a, in, a, in a stadium. It's so true. I mean, the, the, the bigger stadiums is really hard. There was very little like you know hijacking at SummerSlam, um, at least from where we were sitting. So, but but still, I mean, I think that I think you got to be careful. Hell yeah, man! Oh yeah, I didn't know you was upstairs, man. That 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 the after party, man. After the show, man. I don't know. I don't know if you know this, shoemaker. You know that they, they would not let me in the after party, shoemaker. Did you know that? 
No. What do you mean? This weekend was crazy, bro. <laughs> we got chill. We got Chairgate. Listen, I wa- I was I came to the after downstairs the lounge, and the two there were two ladies down there, and I'm trying to. I said, "Yo, uh, Evan Mack for the after party." She goes, "You can't go up to that party." She goes, "The after party is over." I said, "I oh yeah can- yeah 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 okay." I said, I can I can tell you with all certainty the after party is not over. She's like, well, you are not allowed up these stairs, sir. I go, she goes, my manager said you cannot go up. I said, who's your manager? Can I talk to your manager? She's like, uh, I go, yeah, can I bring it? Can you bring your manager down here? She's like, let me get on the phone. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure she made a fake phone call to a manager and hung up the phone. And was like, well, yeah, he said it's over. I said, wait a minute, cash, where the hell's cash this? I need to get up here. I'm trying to get some drinks. And my wife and my poor and my poor wife was just sitting there, man. And she's she was like, like I, thought, I think it's she's over. Like, I thought you were famous. I thought <laughs> you told me you told me that you had your own show on the WWE Network. You told me that all the wrestlers were your friends. And I'm doing it. I'm not the dude. I'm not the I'm never, never. And I never will be the guy that's like, do you know who I am? Like, that's not what the hell I was doing. I was like, I was like, no, Cassius, can you help out? That's all I was like texting Cassius like very cordially. I'm not the guy that's like, this is unacceptable. I'm not that guy. You know, I just thought it was I just I was just like, I just want to get upstairs and shake shoemaker's hand. I'm on I'm on a schmooze with the big wigs, man. Hey, look, well, two things. <laughs> one, I'm not that guy in real life, but I am that guy in a moment like that. Like, I'll just be like, <laughs> like I will I will stand here i will stand here until the answer changes and even if it never changes i'm going to stand here for like 45 minutes acting like i'm just deeply confused like i'll i'll get mad or whatever i will do that in a moment of like great anxiety but the weirdest thing the, the strangest thing about them not letting you in to be honest is the fact that like most normal human beings would look at you and think you were a wrestler <laughs> right like why why would somebody at the hotel run the risk of like turning away a new a WWE superstar <laughs> I'm just saying because for those for those people who don't know Evan is like what 6'4 or something and like mm, built like yeah. a linebacker I mean it's like <laughs> like you know I hugged Evan a number of times this weekend both hello and goodbye I'm not ashamed to say it <laughs> And that was like that was the mo- that was the the best the biggest workout I got all weekend. So I mean, he's a you, you he's a big ridiculous. dude. You are ridiculous. No, saying, man, listen, it's, it's crazy. I mean, it really is nuts to me. I mean, I would just assume they would default to like don't get fired. Like you know, like like let's make sure that we don't accidentally turn away a guy who just headlined the main event because it's not like they were paying attention. She was she was she was a stickler, man. But like I said, all in all, it was an incredible weekend. Literally, it was absolutely sensational. When I especially, you know, o- overall, man. Like I said, I couldn't. I, literally, I'm not even gonna lie to you. You make best best weekend of my professional life, man. It really was. Had a ball, man. Well, had a, had, it was it was a gas. Yeah, we had a great time, man. I mean, it was it was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to, you know, get to interview wrestlers and to get to sort of hang around. Now, listen, the you know everybody listening to this has probably heard me talk about it before, but this the SummerSlam after party was not. This was not the entire locker room doing keg stands, right? This is like the this is like the, the, the you know the party they throw for like the people that have business relationships with WWE or like you know whatever. It's like there's some hors d'oeuvres, there's some there's some drinks, and there's and there's you know like seven wrestlers that like make their way through in some sort of official capacity. Like you're they're being forced to do this. And then I think there were more, according to my kid, who was like 
there probably illegally and just doing the like the snooping, <laughs> like snooping the whole time. It was so awesome. But according to him, like behind a curtain at one point, like there was a great number of wrestlers eating free dinners, you know, like whatever. Like there was like a separate room where you could come and get like full on grub. And there were more wrestlers than we saw on the floor. But there, you know, you, you kind of know who the WWE is like. You, you can actually... Learn, tell a lot about WWE, who they like, what the, who they're gonna, who they have in their plans by who get to do the media rounds and who are sort of. And like, it was quite. Oh, hey, listen, it was it was a night. They had a night. They had a nice, um, nice. A lot, listen, a lot of people up in there. You know, high quality people in there because it was a classy affair. Man, they had a DJ up in there. Like I said, it was. I, listen, it was. It was. D- it was swanky, DJ, man. DJ Hester Print. I don't know if she was famous, but her name is great. So I was. Yeah, I, w- I was a big fan. Um, oh yeah, great name. But she was. But yeah, I mean, it was. It was a good time. We got. You know, we saw like who else, who was in there. Priest. We saw a couple times this week. Obviously, you interviewed Bianca. Him. He Bianca was in there. Tez. Oh, that's right, Bianca. Bianca. Bianca and both the Street Profits were in there. I, t- I didn't yeah, get a chance. R- to Riddle, 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 Drew, everywhere. Drew, Sheamus. <laughs> I guess there's a lot. Yeah. I got to meet Omas, which was really incredible. He's like a total sweetheart, and was just yes, he is. Um, and you know, he looks like he's having a lot of fun out there. He was, he was gigantic, man. Just really, really. He's gigantic. The, he's, he's, he's large. He's larger in her life, man. Like I said, it was, I said it was, a, it was an all in out, like an amazing affair. And through the midst of all that, though, brother, like that, the, like the parties, the, uh, meeting the top brass, man, finally meeting Bill, um, the uh, SummerSlam in general, man, there was, there was a, a little old show, man, called NXT TakeOver, man. That, oh. that, that, that was absolutely, positively sensational. And the great Samoa Joe is back on the mountain. Walter and Dragonoff had the match of the year, in my personal opinion. But, I don't know what your biggest takeaways, man, but NXT TakeOver 36 was an absolute classic. It was a barn burner, and I loved it, man. What were your thoughts? I think whatever happens with Adam Cole, and maybe more broadly, whatever happens with like the future of NXT, we're going to read that back into this event, because this might have been an end of an e- the end of an era in a lot of different ways for NXT. Now, I thought... I enjoyed the Samoa Joe carrying cross match a whole lot. Although I did. That was one of those NXT specials where you know how it's going to end and you know, you know, for the most part, and you kind of know what the what the thinking behind it is and it's still a lot of fun. Um, uh, it wasn't as good as I kind of hoped it would be, I guess, bell to bell, but it was, but it, 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 I was satisfied by it. And, there, and I, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Just seeing Joe win was fantastic. Um, and I like, it's like I was saying about, you know, Adam Cole, you know, the best of three between him and Kyle O'Reilly, it ended the right way. You know, everything was, uh, I mean, there was some kind of interesting stuff in there. I think some of the more interesting spots, the handcuff thing, um, you know, sometimes you get to a point where like, it's never been done before. See, like it's probably sounds more interesting in the, in the writer's room or in the, you know, in backstage than it does in real life. Like, you know, but that was like a minor, minor quibble. I, I thought that match was super good, but yeah, I mean, listen, listen Walter Dragunov at this point, is like, well, I tell you, it's like such a back pocket thing for them now too, because they've done it a couple times and it's always good. I mean, this is it's like, it's like Sean the Sean Razor ladder match. It's like at any point, like at, at any WrestleMania for the next five years, if they're like, uh, card's not everything we want it to be. You know what? There's no feud going. Let's on, do this, but let's get Walter and Dragonov <laughs> back out there. You know, and everybody they, will go nuts, or they should. I mean, they don't know. I mean, the my, mainstream doesn't maybe know about it yet, but they should. I would, yeah, I would accept. I would suggest you guys um get get a, get privy to this information, man. It was literally if if you if people like you you hear traditionalists and people like the traditional collar and elbow and and, and wrestling purists. If you're a wrestling purist and you're a wrestling purist at heart, um, Walter and Dragonov they give you just that. 
Um, it, it was hard hitting. It was old school. It was gritty. It was a, there was a tight there was a title change. Um, that gets me excited at the possible potential of like a dream match for me, Walter versus Samoa Joe. If they if they got my man Walter to hang around in the USA, that's literally what I was thinking about when Dragonov got his moment. I'm thinking, can I get can I get that? I know I'm getting greedy, but can I get Samoa Joe Walter? Oh man, I didn't even think about it. I was thinking about when Bro. I was watching the Walter match the whole way through. I was thinking with all the layoffs that they've had and everything else. I mean, NXT UK, I mean, I, I don't know, know any numbers or anything like that. I don't know what people are making, whatever. I'm surprised either, that NXT UK, frankly, didn't just get shut down. I mean, I, I, I hope to God it never does, but like the way they were me just too. cutting other people loose. And I wondered when, I'm sure Walter's making good money. I want, and, and I was wondering when I was watching him wrestle on that, on TakeOver, I was just like, they, well, I don't know what the plan is, but they have to have made that call doing, dealing with all the salaries and, and cuts and restructuring and stuff. And obviously I'm leaving the sort of morality or business arguments that is totally out right now. But with everything they're going through, there's no doubt in my mind that they were just like, hey, you know, I know we've asked before, but now... What do we got to do to get you over here full time? Yeah, like tell us, let us, let us know what we got to do to get you here. Because, because I know, because I know, man, because I, you know, I, I was I'm fortunate enough to live over where he where he was around, man. It's he, he's he's comfortable or not. It's not even about money for him. He loves where he lives. You know what I mean? He he like loves so like so. You, they would have to get through seldom Florida, you know, over Austria, and Austria is a freaking fairy tale land you know what i mean so they gotta get them to go from from fairy tale land to, to humid florida where they don't like putting masks on yeah i mean there's you know he wouldn't be the only guy with like a sort of part-time-ish contract right the, the full-time part-time yeah, yeah, yeah. oh that's all oh, i never thought about that i never even thought about that yeah you're but, right. but it does seem a little bit i mean it, it would kind of feel unusual i think to have somebody basically coming into the company for the i mean he's been in nxt forever but going to the main roster for the first time and kind of getting the old jericho deal or whatever that would be, i think that would strike some people as unusual but i think that there's no i mean you got to do what you got to do you know i mean it's like 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 aew like like the, you know i think i honestly think that one of the big roadblocks they had bringing punk in earlier was that they didn't want to pay him more than the vps and mm. and now I'm pretty sure he's getting paid more than the VPs. And I and and at some point you just got to say even the VPs, even the other stars of this company, have to realize that the value of bringing him in at some point the money is it's just funny money, right? I mean he might like it matters to obviously the person who's getting the check and a little bit to who's writing the check, but to you it's like you really like are you going to get up in your feelings because somebody's making more money than you and and also oh and by the way. Like five hundred thousand more people are going to watch you every week, and a lot of those people are going to buy T-shirts, and like you're going to be more famous, and like what? Like you got to you got to see there's value in it, even if there's you know, even if it feels a little bit unfair, sort of you know, on a personal level. I think people would have to see that about Walter coming to the coming to the main roster. And dude, I know they always change things up when they come to the main roster, but I mean that ring conf entrance is just so freaking good, man. Or and, and, Imperium, sorry, the old thing, but like just seeing those guys come out and it's a little bit horror movie villain and a little bit, you know, the darker parts of the history. It's, <laughs> like, oh, you know, it, God, I mean, it's I, just, it's, it, it's really good. It's intense. And I love the big, I love the big bat. We were making kingpin jokes this weekend. I love that you're, I love that the, I love that the, that the leader of your crew <laughs> is, is the scariest one in the crew, but he's also just like, <laughs> No, nah, I'll let the hand ninjas go out and take care of this. You got, you know, run, go for it. And then when it when all else fails, 
you roll up your sleeves. It's just, it's a really cool look. Yeah, it really is a really cool, really cool look. Like I said, I'm hoping I'm getting that. And then you're right. If, if it's a special part-time deal, I'm cool. If it's a full-time deal, I'm cool. It's just him being here in the States. There's, there's so many matches he can have on different brands that, cause his, cause his style, it just goes, it, it, it goes, it's like, you know what I mean? It's like pizza. You know what I mean? Like he, it goes, every, everyone likes pizza and he can, he can wrestle anybody and, and you would appreciate it. Him, Samoa Joe, him, 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 anybody, man, him, Cesaro, you know what I mean? Him, Drew, him, Jinder, him, Roman. It don't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter with Walter. Walter's like a Swiss army knife. You know what I mean? He's, you know what I mean? He's, 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 he's like Bo Jackson, man. He's all yeah, purpose. I can't, I, I that, that would be, that would be freaking awesome, man. Well, yeah, man. Well, what, so, so, what else, so, what else do, so, what else do we have to talk about? I mean, we talked about SummerSlam. I mean, there were a lot of cool things. We we didn't talk about RK Bro, and by the way, they they uh they headlined Raw, I guess, or they closed out Raw at least last. No, they night. did. They did. That has got to be one of the most over angles of all time. I have a question for you. They're over, man. They're just, they're over. Not of all time, obviously. Don't don't tweet me. But like, you uh, know, that's they about to get this show canceled already. About to get us canceled already. <laughs> Yo, Mac Manny about to get canceled, I, man. That, I did not say that. I was shoemaker. I know that WWE has traditionally has issues with tag team booking. You know, especially in the old school. Like, you know, these two guys dress alike since, but. I wonder if it's just better off. Uh, this my uh, this is a very very half baked idea. But I was I was rewatching <laughs> that match and I was just like, should we just concede that the tag team division in WWE is going to be, or at least on Raw, is going to be like the comedy division and just not worry about it beyond that? Like, first of all, that can we don't need other comedy shit, right? If we agree to this, like we can take out the twenty four seven title or move that to SmackDown, you know, because they need some levity over there i'm not saying they do but if they want some levity over there but like i don't know it just seems like the wwe does a really good job mm. of of comedy booking its tag division and i and you know sometimes it's a little bit hammy you know sometimes you get the you know the the viking raiders slam dunking basketballs or whatever but like i don't know it just bell to bell when you get them in the ring i mean i just think that like like Fun, like the the inherent comedy of AJ and Omos, you know, it's just the, with the the obviously the comedy, just the wild comedy chops of Riddle and now of Randy Orton, and you start looking at some of the other options of people you want to bring in there. Yeah, it doesn't have to be an official designation, but it sort of makes a lot of sense. It's like I don't need, I maybe you put the Viking Raiders on SmackDown and just and just really build the Raw tag division around, you know, like levity, like like okay, like why not? Yeah, people, and I like what you're saying there, but people always like assume that they know what's what's best. Like, you know, fans out there, they they're always booking or or feels like everyone's a writer, everyone's a director, everyone's a producer. But like WWE knows they know the talent they have. They could put tag teams together and have tag teams. Maybe if, and I don't know if anybody ever entertained the idea. They might not want that. What if they don't want this? This this. What if what what they're doing right now is what they want? What what if that's what if what if that's what it is? And and you and and that's why I kind of agree with what you're saying. And and Riddle knows his his role. And 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 Orton is a pro, man. He's in that point of his career where I think he's liking to try different things. I'm telling you, he mm -hmm. looks like he he looks like he's having fun though. Even though he's mm -hmm. he's because he because he knows what he's doing. He's he's deadpan, no selling Riddle. And Riddle's like, I'm gonna kill you with kindness, and I'm gonna win you over. And like and because because in the ring from bell to bell we already know what riddle represents and i think orton orton's just having i think he's having fun man he's done it all he's been in evolution he's been he's been he's the apex predator he's been the legend killer he's been this guy that does does all these things and wrestled every single person people forget how long he's been in this game and i 
think he likes the spot that he's at. So if wh- why not a little slapstick every now and again, though, Shoemaker? Absolutely. I mean, that's what I mean. I mean, maybe it doesn't need to be that cut and dry, like make the whole tag division the funny division. But like, I know what you're saying. Though. Seems, but it seems like they're like of all the things happening on Raw that we can complain about. That like it's when they lean into that, they actually do a really good job. It's hilarious. Um, it's hilarious, man. And like I said, and at the end of the day, it's it's, it's a sports entertainment, man. The fans are fired up when they come out, man. When that when that yeah. when that when that bro hits, the crowd pops, man. Well, listen, at the end of the day, what you're trying to get is like c- human connections and human reactions, right? Yeah. And people are like deeply invested in yeah. okay, bro, like yes. that silly little bromancing <laughs> they have going on has the crowd of all ages just like eating it up, you know? Absolutely. And I think that sort of we can I mean, I don't know how long you want to go here, but we can loop back around to what I thought was you know, the real travesty of the weekend, which is Becky Lynch. And you know, everybody knows she came out and and got a huge pop and then beat Bianca in an impromptu match in like two seconds. And then, you know, the crowd stopped cheering. And now the word is that she's doing a, an official heel turn. And she as according to Meltzer, she asked for it. And yesterday she was on the heel page of like the internal roster, you know, whatever they were saying it around. There's all this talk. I don't know, man. I mean, at the time, I flipped out about it because I thought they were they were trying to keep her a baby face, which is Ooh. an incredibly logical assumption. And I and I killed I killed WWE for having such a sure thing. And at the end, she was celebrating with the title after she took it. She was celebrating like a baby face, and nobody was cheering. And but here's the thing: nobody was booing either. If that was deliberate. Nobody was nobody was reacting. That wasn't just people weren't stunned because Becky turned heel. People were stunned because they didn't understand the story that was being told. Right? Yeah, I mean, they yeah, didn't understand. Yeah, they didn't know what they were supposed to be feeling. That yeah. was what the quiet is for. First yeah. of all, if Becky came back and she was like, "Guys, I want to be a heel. That's like my one condition." Still, you got to say we've seen Vince do this before. Yes, you can be a heel. You can be a heel in six months. You can be heel headlining WrestleMania. But right now, let's sell some shirts. You know, like right now, let's like we need the feel good pop. We need to, you know, carry that momentum. We want people to come out to cheer you on. I mean, he spent 10 years not letting Cena be a heel. You know, he spent five years holding Roman back from being a heel before he finally relented. And I, and I like I said, I like both. And those are, to me, both good calls. You know what I mean? Like, I just think well, those... Re- re- regardless, it, I mean, the point is that Vince has the ability to sort of put his foot down about that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, he would do, he I mean, do, do a hell, I just thought, whatever, whatever they were trying to do with Becky, I don't think it was, it was a success. Now, if she comes out on Friday and cuts a, the heel promo of the century... Which she, she could. Mu- which we're much closer to forgetting what happened at SummerSlam and just sort of burying that in the mind. You know, I mean, so I guess that turning her heel is the is the only way to go, because I was saying to people at the, you know, on Sunday, I was just like, dude, if she was working raw, she would get booed, even if she came out as a baby face like that. That SummerSlam thing was just a mess, man. But, you know, I still think it was really poorly booked, no matter what what happens. But if she, if they come out, you know, if she comes out as a heel, then I think that'll that at least will point in the direction. I think, like I said, the problem for SummerSlam in that moment was they weren't making a human connection with anybody. They weren't like that. Like that, like her coming back was a huge high, was a very real reaction. People went absolutely yeah. nuts. That stadium went bonkers. Bananas. And then at the end, nobody knew what to feel. And that's the problem with Rark. We know when RK bro won the titles, everybody knew exactly what to feel. Like we were jumping out of our chairs. It was the first match of the night. Well, first match on the car. It was the second match of the night technically, but we were jumping out of our chairs, you know? And, uh, I, I just think that, that, you know, those human reactions, well, it's not always easy to book for him, but you, but, but you should be able to get one of those out of every match on a big card like that, you know. I mean, and and if you don't, it's like if you're, 
if you're not getting the reaction that you should be getting, then figure, then flip it around. You know, I mean, at least if like, like Drew versus Gender wasn't the biggest match on the card by a long shot, but like if Gender had won, that would have gotten a bitter, bigger reaction oh, from the God, crowd. That'd have been nuts. That would have been nuts. You know? Yeah, but like, yeah, it's, yeah, you're right. Like I said, I, I can't disagree with what you're saying. It's just one of those things. Like, I Friday's Friday's huge for me to see to see how um how the how the crowd reacts, how she reacts to the crowd, how what what she plans to say, how it how it works out. That's what I'm curious to see. Um, I, I'm gonna see how it all plays out. Um, it's one of those things where you know I didn't. Yeah, it caught me off guard. I in, in, and by in the, and by the way, sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt. You're good. But, I, but I do, but I do want to get this in. Talking about the Brock Lesnar thing earlier. The Becky Lynch, the whole thing was a last minute call too, and I and I know that at some point they were talking about doing Bianca versus Carmella and Zelina in a triple threat, but they couldn't get Zelina there, which is just shows you the kind of last minute booking they were doing. They, I think, they were holding out for Sasha to potentially be included for a little bit too long, which led to that, which led to that point. And then they, it, as far as I know, the, the plan was always for Becky to be there and come out and have her big moment. I don't. Becky was not. I don't think Becky was planning on wrestling when she woke up on on Saturday. Mm, so mm. Th- there was a lot. There were a lot of moving parts at the end. I don't think any of those are an excuse, though. I think at the end of the day, if you can't have a match, then don't have a match. Like, the, right. like it would have. Like if she had come out and just talked trash and had a stare down, or if they had done faces versus heels and let you know Becky and Bianca celebrate and then like and then go nose to nose. There's a million ways you could do. Oh, I right? like that idea too. But there, I mean, there, there's. There's a million ways you can you could book it, whether or not you wanted to be a face or a heel that doesn't involve well, frankly, that doesn't involve the hype that's gonna that, that you know that attends her comeback being so dampened by the end. And by the way, it didn't help that Becky said, I'm gonna tear it, let's blow the roof off the place when she knew they were about to have a 30 second match. You know, like everybody's expectations were so were so high. It was just it was it was it was it was not if it, when you're booking, if if you have your most important, literally the most important move you can possibly make was the return of Becky at that point. You, it's like you just your number one priority has to be don't fuck it up. You know, let's just just play it safe. And if playing it safe means coming out and just challenging Bianca to a future match just for that hype moment, then so be it. But like not whatever we got anyway. And especially considering that like. I think it was just, especially after Friday night, after after just like the emotions of, of Punk coming back and just cutting a promo, and obviously he's 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 gifted at that in a way that people, you know, not everybody is. True, but just but the but the emotions that that brought out in me and everybody there, you know, like if Punk had come out and then, you know, squashed Kenny Omega or or even Darby Allen in fifteen seconds. I don't. I think people would have had a problem with that, you know. And 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 I think it's justifiable to look at what they did on Saturday and say, WWE had their emotional opportunity right there with Becky's return. We got and, like, like I said, with, uh, and, everything and now you're ever saying. What the hell? Yeah, everything you're saying. And because I, I was I was there. I was fortunate enough to be there alive. Um, and, and drinking the crowd, like I said. So I'm I'm gonna be at the edge of my seat on Friday, man. To see, yeah, for sure. To see that follow up, man. To see if even if if B B comes out. And um and, and she's there. Or is it just gonna be just Becky in the middle of the ring, or is or is the EST gonna come out and and say something? And, and they're they're building towards something. Or like I said, Friday's Friday's gonna be very interesting. I want to see what they do on SmackDown, man. I really do. Yeah, man, it's gonna be really fun. I mean, look, Monday Night Raw was 
not a 180 from what we were seeing before, but it did feel like if you started from the premise that like, you know, we're not going to blow everything up. They were yeah. trying some different stuff, different matchups. I you loved got, it. You got uh, Damian Priest getting a big look. Yeah. Um, and listen, we talked about, I mean, I would have rather seen RK Bro fight somebody else, but you can't argue with him being in the main event. And, you know, I mean, the, listen, there, there was a lot of, there was a, there, there were a lot of good stuff, you know? Um, and, and it does feel like there's a little bit of a fire lit, or at least they're just coming off the high of SummerSlam. And, and, and SmackDown, which has been a lot better than Raw of late uh, or for a long time. I'm especially excited to see what they're going to do because they've had, they've been putting together great shows week after week. And now they have potentially like the biggest star in WWE added to the show, you know? So it's, it's insane. Like they have, they have a lot to work with, you know, which is not to say raw doesn't man. I, saw, I was breaking down the raw roster, just doing a little like, you know, fantasy booking of my own and stuff. Just like looking through everything that they, all, all the talent they have. And they have a ton. Hell a ton yeah, man. Talent. Yeah, because the talent, like talent, kind of, talent ain't the problem, brother. The list of people that could potentially headline, I mean, listen, it's not, it's not like they don't have Roman Reigns, they don't have Becky Lynch, they don't have John Cena, they don't whatever, but like the list of people who could potentially headline WrestleMania is really long on Raw. They have much more, they have a huge number of like, if they're not A pluses, like solid A's, you know, and they, and, and it, it there's a lot of, they, they have a lot of opportunities over there. So here's to hoping they, they, you know, Spice things up a little bit more. I'm excited. No, it's on the heels of uh, on me rapidly approaching on to the draft. I know that's soon, so I'm excited to see how that all shakes out, brother. But yeah, man, yeah, I'm like, I think that's it. I think that's it. Man, we we was rapping. We supposed to be like, Cash is like, go 30 minutes. We're like, now we about to go an hour, but that's okay. <laughs> Listen, we want this to be we want this to be organic, organic whole networks. This network's going to be fluid. And listen, you know I'm here because I'm just trying to, you know, <laughs> I, I I told you when we when we signed this deal. When we started putting together the Ringer Wrestling podcast yeah. feed, yeah, I wanted it to feel like like the Mar- like the MCU, right? It's like we all get our own movies, yep. But uh, but like the crossovers happen a lot. And like, you know, we want there to be, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lots of, we want lots of interactivity here. We want everyone to feel like it's one, you know, that 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 we all do our own thing, but we're one big family. And we're and you know, with the green rooms and everything else, we're going to be doing this all the time. So it's a, uh, it's um, it's the beginning of a lot of fun stuff. I hope, I hope, and listen. It's not just me and Evan and Kaz. We have a couple more names that are going to pop up soon. Yeah. So pay attention to yeah. the space. Pay attention to Twitter. Um, hopefully we'll have some exciting stuff in the very near future. Thank you for everybody listening and tuning in, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Episode three, man. It's been a dream come true. It's been awesome. It's been spectacular. Um, back next week. Got some surprises lined up, guys. Got some guests lined up. It's going to be a very unique experience, guys. I want anybody that can hit your boy up, Twitter, um, anyway, like contact, ask questions. We can do anything. We can chop it up, man. We can we can address anything y'all want to talk about. This, this is a show of the people, man. Appreciate y'all. Take it easy. I'm out. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. 
Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side by side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom and the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom and the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. 